is the Modern Conservative Podcast with John Harvey. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <clears throat> hey, depending on when you hear this podcast, it may good, be good morning. I don't know. It just depends on when you catch it. But I will say this also. I'm going to start going. I'm going to go from good morning to good afternoon to good luck. <laughs> because we live in a crazy world right now. And uh, day to day, I don't know what the hell is going on. Things changes. Things are changing and changing before my very eyes. And I'm having to educate liberals. And, you know, that's a lot of work. But before I go any further, let me tell you guys how to get in touch with me. You can follow me on tmcpnation.com. And you can follow me on The Ruthless Truth on TikTok. That's right. I said TikTok because TikTok hasn't bothered me as much as facebook and or instagram but i will tell you this today i posted a video that did pretty well but i went to promote it after it done so well <laughs> tiktok got in my ass they said negative because myself and or others may get hurt by the video that i'm posting now the video that i'm posting was just a video of a guy driving his truck with his cargo trailer in the back of it and it said uh something democratic i mean republican conscious in mind put it that way and so i guess tiktok didn't like the video because they screen them when you promote them and uh, though you're paying for it they screen them and they somebody on the other side didn't particularly didn't like that one so they said negative you can post it to people that you are like in mind, but no strays could see it because it just may change their mind. All of a sudden they become more conservative because they listen to good and truthful content for a change, which we don't get often in our country anymore. But back to today's podcast. So today I want to talk about the sweet Republicans of our Congress, the useless bastards that they are. They've been in office eight freaking months. Here we are looking at a government shutdown. Now, there's not going to be a complete government shutdown. We all know that. That's to scare the weak-ass ones, the ones who can't figure this out, that you'll probably get some, if not all, your mail, give or take. You're going to get your food stamps. You're going to get your WIC checks. Hey, this should be great for liberals. It just screws the conservatives that really want to work for the federal government. That's who gets screwed. Those who really want to work and they got to sit home and the, and if you're deemed uh, critical, a necessary evil of the federal government, you get to keep your job. You just have to work for free. <laughs> now, ain't that some shit. If that isn't socialism 101 about to happen, it never will happen in this country. But the problem is, like I said, it's the federal government. These Republicans had plenty of time to come up with something than a continual uh, referendum. They had plenty of time. Plenty of time. It's the typical Republican Party, and I hate to say this because some of my friends are Republicans, I cannot stand. They get the power given to them by the people, and they straight piss it off. They piss it off every single time they get power of a certain branch of government, whether it's the Congress or the Senate or the White House or and or all three of them. They piss it off. Now here we are at the, you know, at the 11th hour, 
and they're trying to figure out what the hell do we do now? Kevin McCarthy needs to be voted out. Absolutely. I can't speak much for Chuck Schumer because he's on the Senate side and we have no power there. All the juice over there, thanks to Kamala Harris, is is given to the Democrats. But, and in the White House, we know the obvious response to that. We're screwed. We're screwed. But the damn Republicans are the ones that are screwing us. The problem is we talk so much about the Democrats if they're always as if they are the ones that's always screwing us up. No, it's the Republicans. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to call you congressmen that I know personally, and we're going to have a conversation as to why you guys cannot get shit done in a timely manner. When the Democrats were running the country, I didn't hear them having a problem with pushing anything, though they had the power in three and the legislative and in the Senate and in the White House, they had all the power, but they got the, they got shit done. It was the wrong shit that they were doing, but they got it done. Obviously, because here we are now, 2023, still going through BS as if it's still COVID. COVID is still in play. It's the Republicans. It's the damn weak-ass Republicans. And then let's talk about the Senate. What What's the point of the Senate? They do absolutely nothing. Look, we're having a impeachment hearing right now over Joe Biden. Now, watch what happens. I guarantee you the Senate will do absolutely nothing, even if the, even if the Senate, I mean the House, vote to uh, remove Joe Biden. Now, it's all, I'll be honest with you, it's just a show because you know it's not going to pass the Senate. It's controlled by the Dems. It is just a freaking show. Whether you get rid of McCarthy or not, it is a freaking show. You need Democrats to say, hey, Joe, it's time to go. Hey, that's a new T-shirt. Joe, it's time to go. Well, I be damned. Creative mind at work once again. Because these people pisses me off so much, they make me think more than I need to. I just want to say, damn you Republicans, do something. Do something. Why in the hell do we need you if you're going to do absolutely nothing? Case in point, we don't need you. The Democrats can screw us by ourselves. At least we know who's screwing us. I've said in a post the other day that I posted on TikTok, I will take one half-assed Republican than a full-time Democrat. I might have to change that because at least the Democrats, I know who's screwing me over. And a half-assed Republican, I might get a vote every once in a while. I mean, every day is like I stated earlier. It's good luck because however you you toss the corn up and when it comes down, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't on one side or the other. I mean, sometimes I believe the Republicans are our worst in enemies as far as conservatives. Now, you know, you got the gang of 20 is what I call them who are who are pushing for the not or not voting for the continual resolution, the CR, because they want to change the way they do things in the House. See, for years and years and years and years, they would do an omnibus bill or a continual resolution. The problem with the continual CR is that everything that's been put in there stays in there. So all the money that's going to Ukraine, Ukraine continue continue to get. 
all the money that's going to all of these Pakistan countries where they're talking about gay rights, freedom, liberty, festival, some shit like that that we pay for over there. That's where a lot of this money go, and it will continue to go there. Guys like Matt Gates and Lauren Bobert, um, what they want is simply this, a one-item vote. If you want to send money to Ukraine, it's a one-item vote. It doesn't go in a continued resolution because it encumbers everything that never got voted on because it was part of a package deal. All they'll take and put it in the skiff and say, you can only see this bill once you've signed it. What kind of crap is that? Who in the hell in the right mind would do shit like that? The Republicans, and they would vote for it. That's the problem. Instead, I said, hey, look, if we don't vote, you don't get. You don't, exactly, we don't vote, you don't get. Yes, you may have the House, and you may get a lot of things through. But you're hoping, you know, you can get three, four, five Democrats that would jump ship every once in a while, which not normally happens, unless they have a great interest involved. That is the only time you will see that happen. Like Joe Manchin, you know, Kristen Sinema, you know, when they're talking about leaving the Democratic Party, because they knew in their district they're probably done anyway. So let's try to do damage control and pretend, you know, we want to push some Republican bills, some Republicans' ideas. No, sorry, my mistake. Republicans really don't have ideas. They don't. The Democrats come up with the ideals. Then the Republicans try to figure out how to take that idea and twist it to make in their favor, to work in their favor. But they don't really organically come up with any ideas. If that's the case, they would have had an idea of how to end this government shutdown with the plan on the table, and they would have spoke on this and said, hey, this is what we're going to do. We got a budget coming up. Fiscal year's in is up in the end of, us, end of uh, September. We've got to figure out something. This conversation should have been taking place eight months ago, the moment they got the power. This should have been the number one concern because when you care about the American people, you care about the American people's money. See, I'll say that one more time. When you care about the American people, you care about the American people's money. The money we give to the government and the money that we make as citizens working for private entities that we feed our families with put fuel on our car, which is absolutely outrageous as far as its price right now. But they don't. They don't. If they really cared about America, they would have figured this out eight months ago. Eight months ago. But they've been focused on Hunter Biden, which is not going to go any damn where. It's not going to go anywhere at all. They've been focusing on Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, uh, the border, and none of those things actually affect the American people directly, like shutting down the government will. See, this is the problem with Republicans. They take the things that the Democrats do that we the people don't like, and then they blow it up as if it's something like a national crisis. Now, it is a national crisis. But the thing is, they're not going to do anything about it. They're not going to do anything about it. Look, it's been this way for history. Democrats want more voters, so that's why they're for immigration. Republicans want illegal immigration because they believe in cheaper wages. That's been the code for many, many, many years. And most people that are in politics, we know this. We know this to be true. 
because that's been the pattern for many, 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 many years. If these people really wanted to change how we do business in our country, they would have done it a long time ago. But if they had done it a long time ago, they wouldn't make any money in their own personal, personal gains. There's no, we're no dummies, but the problem is they think we're dummies. And then when we do absolutely nothing, we appear to be dummies. This is why the old adage, keep doing what you're doing. You keep getting what you're getting. That's what the politician notice. You're doing absolutely nothing. So you're going to continue to get what you're getting. What you need to do, let them know you're out there. Ring their bell by calling their offices in large numbers. Overload their phone bank. Blow that place up with phone calls. It, you know, annoy the living hell out of these people. Aggravate them. See, this is how you get their attention. Because, you know, those phone calls that are being taken by the receptions or the inbound phone operators, they actually have to go to that particular legislator. And when he hear Utah is pissed off, or Cal did I say California? No, California wouldn't be pissed off because they're too stupid to know anything. If you're a Democrat, there's some good, strong Republicans there as well, conservatives there as well, especially in Northern California. But as I was saying, let's get back to what I was talking about, though. You need to ring that bell. See, it's amazing. The only bell that we really are familiar with, the one that they ring at the stock market, because that just means all the politicians just made a bunch of money and America just got screwed again. See, that's what that really means. That's their code. I'm not talking about QAnon. I'm not talking about the Illuminati. I'm not talking about the Masons. I'm talking about the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, the Uniparty. There is no such thing as a two-party system. It's actually one party. It really is. And people do not want to believe that because they say, well, my daddy was a Republican from 200 years ago. Well, they weren't around 200 years ago, but sounds good. My grandma was a Republican, and she went to church every Sunday. Well, guess what? Grandma's not here anymore. Grandson is making millions and millions and millions of dollars off of us. That's the real talk of politics. And I get frustrated every single day. So every day you wake up from now on, ladies and gentlemen, it's no longer good morning. It's more like good luck. It's more like good luck because you do not know whether your party, which is the Republican Party whom we're affiliated with via politics, we don't know where they're going to go. We don't know what they're going to do. Hell, half the time it looks like they don't know what they're going to do. And it's an obvious look. They do not know what the hell they are doing. Because if they did know what they were doing, they would have known eight months later, you're going to have need to do the physical budget. And it shouldn't be five days, 10 days out as a surprise. Hey, guys. We need to get this thing done. You're running the world's largest corporation. Don't you think it's about time you figure out how it works? 
You need to figure out how this shit works. Because it's not working for us. It's not working for us. It has never worked for us. Well, it did, 2016 to 2020. That's when it worked. That's when the system was really exposed. Donald Trump exposed the system of how to run the world's largest corporation. It's not. And I repeat, it's not Amazon. It is the United States of America. We give away more money to countries than most of the five, top 500 country top 500 country, country make combined. Case in point. Ukraine. We need to go from Ukraine to you can't. Government, you cannot give them any money anymore. I saw Ukraine. We gave you a shitload of money. You need to figure it out right now because, hell, it's not like you're building new homes. It's not like you're building new infrastructures. According to 60 Minutes, you're paying your firefighters who don't work. You're paying government officials. You're paying your social programs so your country can keep giving people their social security. But yet, we got to worry about ours in 10 years. It's crazy as hell. We send money to another country so they can survive as if we are the only country on the freaking planet that has revenue, a GDP. Why aren't all these other countries giving out millions, excuse me, I'm sorry, billions and billions and billions of dollars? Why isn't that? Why is it you think you need to keep taking from us Because Americans let you do it. We do not get involved with our politicians so we can tell you, hey, dude, you do that shit again, you're fired. That's the conversation you should be having with your legislator. You do that shit again, you're fired. Because a lot of these guys don't believe you're the boss. It is time you get off the pot and you show them. It's that time. How uncomfortable do you have to be before you decide, hey, I'm done with this? How long? How long are we going to do this crap? We're not talking about bang, bang and all the other crap. We're talking about do what gives us power. That is the power to vote. We can control our government. Remember, people, when the government fears the people, there is freedom. When we fear the government, there is tyranny. Which side of that quote are you? Which side of that quote are you? I don't fear my government, but here's the problem. Like so many, I'm just one person. It takes a collective to get this done. If this isn't an example, hey, you federal workers that are Democrats, let me explain something to you. When the government F's up, they just don't screw over the conservatives, and you're about to see this. They screw over the Democrats as well. You're not protected. When the government do bad things to conservatives, trust me, you feel it as well. Well, except at Facebook and Section 230. But other than that, you feel it as well. 
when I pay $5 a gallon for a, for a gallon of gas at the pump, so do you. And that was done by your president. When my president wins office, I pay $2.25 a gallon. You tell me what's better. You tell me what's better. I'm just tired of it. I'm really tired of it. I have enough going on in my life to deal with and worry about than worry about my government because my government should be an effective government that is checked every two years by the people. Every two years. But for some reason, we seem to keep sending the same old dirtbags back time after time after time after time because you don't invent you don't vet the new guy and or he's so cute god he sounds so nice he sounds like he might be a christian oh they're looking out for our best interest you're full of crap if you believe that shit you live in a bubble if you believe in that shit. As a matter of fact, if your bubble's that nice on the inside, let me come in. Send me your address and I'll move in. If your bubble's that nice because those are living outside the bubble, we see something different. You must be driving an EV because those of us that are driving gasoline, oh, we feel it in the pocket. But I won't trade my gasoline for EV for nothing. Once again, that's American people believing that electric vehicles are going to save our planet. You are a dumbass. The inconvenience that come with owning an electric vehicle is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And if you're a Democrat or a Republican and you believe electric vehicles is the way to go, the way to go for this country, you absolutely lost your damn mind. You lost your mind. Hell, even the companies that produce these cars know that this country could not survive off of absolute, an absolute uh, dismantlement, dismantle, dismantling of a gas aspirated motor. It's, it's not possible. It's definitely not possible in the next 20 years. All it's going to do is make people wealthier. That's all it's going to do. It's going to make people a lot more wealthier because you create a new industry. And when you create new industry, those that are participate in the new creation makes a lot, a lot, a lot of money. A lot of money. Cell phone, for example, those are created made billions. Jeff Bezos, Amazon, he created something that no one else has ever done before on the scale that he's doing it. He makes billions. You know, the things that we do nowadays that uh, we use to make our day a little bit more comfortable. That's what we, that's the problem right there. That is the problem. We've gotten too comfortable with being uncomfortable we forgot what it feels like to be uncomfortable because we always have a distraction or they'll give us a distraction and we suck it up and we 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 engulf this stuff 
as if we need all these distractions. What you need to slow your ass down and take a look at what's going on, what's going on around you. That's what you need to do. You need to slow down, pump your brakes, and look around. Look at your children. If you don't look at your children and you say, what the hell are they doing to my children without ever putting a finger on them? Then you are lost. You are absolutely lost. So when you're walking down the street, walking your dog, you think you're walking your dog. Your dog thinks he's walking the sheep because he even knows this world is crazy. He even knows this world is crazy. I think it's high time people get off their high horses and realize it doesn't take much to sweep their legs from under your horse. Does not take much. You think because you're on your horse, you're trotting down the street and no one can touch you. Actually, they can. I said this to some people the other day that I was speaking to. The government can't take anything from the poor. They can only control the poor. When you're the upper middle class, the middle class and the higher, that's you are the target. We are the target because we are the one they can take from. And once they take from us, us and give to themselves, guess who you become? The controlled. And that's what's going on in this country. Everything you grew up and you think was going to happen for you and your kids when you get older, you may have reached that point. You might have reached that point. But what about your kids? What about your kids? Are, do you, are you just going to sit around and pretend nothing's happening? So many people will say something like, oh, I didn't know that. I just want to slap them. Some sense into them. How can you walk around on this planet and be so damn naive to what's going on? I mean, even in a minimal sense. Even in a minimal sense. If you're pumping gas in your car and it's $4.75 a gallon and it doesn't trigger your mind and say, what the hell is going on? Why the hell is gasoline so high? You are out of touch with what's going on in this country. Out of touch. If you don't realize how much money we're giving to Ukraine and taking from our own people, you are out of touch. Completely out of touch. And if you are a Joe Biden follower, a.k.a. Democrats, and you don't know what your president is doing and has done, you are completely out of touch. And then you have to ask yourself, why am I so out of touch? Is it voluntarily? No, it's not necessarily voluntarily. It's because they only want you to know what they want you to know. They don't want to turn the lights on for you so you can see what's going on. I had a liberal say this to me. This is no lie the other day. This is absolutely no lie. He actually said to me that when the, the jab Algae was first brought to the public that they had done thousands and thousands of trial studies. Nope. 
That didn't happen. Nope, didn't happen. So he went home and looked it up and was so angry, so angry because he didn't know that. Well, the first trigger for you should be simple is this. When they come up with warp speed when Trump was in office, hell, if Trump was the president and he and he had won, I still wouldn't take in the jab. It doesn't matter who the president was. It's of what you know and what you believe and you use your common sense. So I'm about to get off my uh, chatterbox because it's almost in the end of the show. It's coming to an end. Sorry if my voice sounds a little foggy or a little grumpy or a little grout. Well, a little whatever. Been sick for a few days. But I want to tell you guys, you know, I appreciate you being on. I appreciate you doing what you do do for me. Hey, and listen, please share this website or my podcast. Please, please share. Because I am trying to influence more people to think conservatively. That's what this is all about. It's not about making money. It's about teaching people about being conservative. And history is a very, very part of us being a conservative because that's what makes who, us who we are. We know our history. And I'm trying to get people involved. So once again, look me up on TMCPNation.com or Ruthless Truth on TikTok because they don't ban me yet. Uh, and uh, I, look forward, I look forward to talking to you guys in a few days. My name is John Harvey. I'm your host in the Modern Conservative Podcast. Good luck, America. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you all.